watch movie-based video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British, Luigi's Latino, and Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. Everybody, welcome to another video games the movie where we, via Cujo sharing the screen, uh, just watched what the hell was that thing called? Uh, it's a Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, uh, anime. Uh, it's just well, it's called the Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky, the animation. So I don't know. If okay. It, was, it seemed like it was like a bunch of uh, episodes of an anime, like crammed into an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell I just watched, honestly, like, um, I assume it's one of those deals where if you played the games extensively, you would know all the characters, because they kept introducing characters throughout, and I'm just sitting there going, okay, who's this guy, what is, what is this, what, what the hell's a bracer, what is the legion, you know, <laughs> like, they don't explain anything, you know, it's like, Literally nothing. what kind of yeah, literally nothing. Like, why does that girl have some kind of magic powers or something? You know, what what is with this robot? Why you know, it starts off with a battle, some guy that's like in love with some princess that then proceeds to basically not be in it or I don't know if she she was a princess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so that was weird and then it just jumps around a lot. There's this guy named Josh, I gathered, that, you know, lame name, first of all, uh, for, like, a supposed badass. Like, I've never in my life met a guy named Josh that was even remotely cool. Uh, I'm sorry, any Josh li listeners, Josh Watts, um, would be, like, I guess the coolest. <laughs> but um, that's not a name for, you know, super badass guy, but whatever. Um turns out to be like they keep talking about him turns out to be some damn kid uh and he's part of the legion i think they said he was legion number 13 or something yeah something like uh, that i don't remember the number yeah and they keep introduced like every three minutes there's another member of the damn legion and i guess you're supposed to i don't know already know who these people are they're part of some organization doesn't really explain that Somehow, this guy Josh has regained his humanity. Doesn't really explain that. Yeah, like I, um, um, so <laughs> just uh, it, kinda, it doesn't explain anything. That's not, that's yeah. the point I'm getting at. I just spent an hour and a half just to give watching. Some, just to give you some context, uh, like literally, this the 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 movie starts at the beginning of the second chapter of Trails in the Sky. So it's like. All those scenes you see in like the very beginning, it's like a montage. Like that's all first chapter stuff. So it's like you don't even they don't even like give you time to like see what happened or like introduce Joshua and Estelle or anything about them. I don't know who I, I still really don't know who they are except for like Estelle and Josh are kind of in a relationship of some kind. I think at the very beginning, like didn't it show. I think it was Josh, like, putting her to sleep for some damn reason. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It just, like, slips her a pill. She's like, what did you do to me? And he's like, I'm sorry, I gave you a sedative. And I'm like, okay, so what's this guy up to, you know? <laughs> you gonna rape her? <laughs> what's going on? And doesn't really explain that. <laughs> just... Yeah. I'm oh. sorry, I... The animation was alright, you know, it was your standard, like, use of computers animation that we're all pretty used to at this point. It it doesn't look much worse than, you know, your standard anime that you get these days. No nothing special either, though, you know, it was just, it was fine. You know what it reminded me of? What's that? Um, did you ever watch Naruto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it reminded me of like the filler episodes in the Naruto where it's like the crappier animation. That's what it Right, like. where it's almost entirely done through CGI and computers. Yeah, that's what it that's what it looked like to me. 
Yeah, me too. Like it, it had, you know, no heart. It was done by an AI, you know, it's just like, Hey, we need this scene or whatever. It just, it was, it was fine. Like it, it's passable. If it had like a, a really overarching narrative, you know, it would have made up for that. There's but like, the narrative was hard to follow. Yeah, there's some interesting... <laughs> at best. Like, it's interesting what they did put in there, and it's like, man, if you watch this, they, like, definitely spoil the game for you. <laughs> like, a lot of the plot points that, like, you don't learn till like, you know, the second game, some or some of them, or, like, halfway through the first game, it's like, no, period all is all just with no context at all, so... You'll have no idea. Yeah. There's no like weight or meaning to it. Like you know, they they showed Ren and like there's like a little flashback for like two seconds of what happened to her, but you can't really tell what really happened to her in that like two seconds, <laughs> unless you played the no. unless you played the game and know what really happened, which is crazy. Uh, I don't know if you want me to spoil it on here. Well, I don't know if the listeners would want it spoiled either, but um, I won't spoil. Yeah, anything, I... but she she went through uh, some traumatic stuff and so did joshua uh they showed they actually showed like that part of it which um explains why he the way well kind of the way he is but what they don't Where don't really josh's mom gets killed and his damn dog gets killed and... actually that was a sister uh whatever so you know it, okay and that was uh Lo was like his sister's boyfriend basically growing up all right but yeah, it's like they don't give you any context. It's just they're nah. But we uh, grew up together, and yeah, somehow Josh, at like eight years old, kills two grown men because they killed his sister, I guess, and dog. Um, yeah, it it jumps around a lot. It flashes back a lot. It introduces characters just constantly. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've forgotten. You know, there's probably twenty characters they showed throughout this film. And most of them were like legions or flashbacks of people that you have, you know, no interest or care in because they weren't introduced or built up at all, at least in this. So again, it's just got to be one of those things where, you know, it'd be like watching, you know, the Final Fantasy um, 7 movie and never having played Final Fantasy or something. Although I think even that did a better job of like, kind of explaining the different characters a little bit this little nothing it just jumps into like oh here's this guy and this guy and i i guess you're just expected to know um i was largely lost throughout luckily i got a lot of sleep today or i would have fallen asleep um you just kept going like what or is going on and uh oh did you hear me <laughs> yeah i can hear you talking you're like well, please end, please end. <laughs> like, is it over? It's over. Yeah. yeah, sorry, man. I didn't know if you could hear me or not. I didn't know if it was, like, my vocals or whatever coming through. But it, when I'm, like, like that, yeah, I'm just trying to keep myself, like, focused on what's going on. So I'm, like, cracking jokes. And... You're like, what? What? I have no idea. Like, and you're like, who cares? Who cares? And I'm like, I get it, because like, you have no context. It's just, it's just, like... They put a like I said like all the episodes of an anime into an hour and a half, and it's like a two hundred hour yeah. anime or something, you know that would be built up over years, and it's just like, like a, no, no build up, no yeah. explanation as to who this is or why they might be important to the narrative whatsoever. All you really know is there's this guy Josh that's in the other. Um, I guess he's part of the bad guys quotations uh, you assume that the legion is bad and that the bracers which again i don't know what bracers are they seem pretty lame next to the legion because anytime bracers go up against the legion they get their ass kicked um pretty bad the only time legions ever seem to get hurt is when josh shows up and he is also of the legion so i don't know what that entails other than the bracers are kind of a joke next to them um there's a number of bracers. Uh, you got that Estelle chick who, like, you assume Josh is, like, boning. Um, she wields a staff. She seems pretty badass to me, except when she fights anything, and then she's really lame. Uh, there's that chick with the whip uh, with, like, really big boobs. Like, 
I guess she's cool. I, I don't know if she has some kind of magic too or something, or is it, no, it's the other chick. I don't, like, dude, they all run together. And then there's a little kid named, like, Titty or TD or something. <laughs> and I guess she has a big gun. And uh, at one point they're investigating uh, artificial earthquakes. No real explanation there, except that they got to go check that out and stop whatever machine is uh, messing with the seismic veins, you know, and when they, are artificial earthquakes real? I was like, yeah, because that is something that uh, Tesla explored um, while he was alive, and he invented, like, this thing that could cause um, bridges to, like, collapse through the use of very low vibrations and stuff, and it's theorized that it could be used to um, cause seismic activity. So it's a, it's a real thing, you know, it could happen. They even, uh, I saw the Mythbusters where they tested it on a bridge and the Mythbusters were like, yeah, we got to like stop because this is actually working and we're afraid it might cause this bridge to collapse. And it was literally just doing like, uh, they made these machines that could rhythmically go through the steel suck structure of the bridge, uh, like specific intervals and it would like cause it to compound and become stronger as it went with like very little energy or effort hmm. it's basically like a math equation that did you, he figured out speaking of mythbusters did you see that article where the guy got uh, released from jail because of an old mythbusters episode where they no uh, man yeah but that sounds more interesting than this movie so tell me <laughs> so okay did you ever see that mythbusters where they prove that if you throw a cigarette in gasoline, it doesn't light. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've done that. I actually tested that as a kid. So, um, that it doesn't light, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, the, it's not hot enough to light the the gasoline. Well... Right, it has to be open flame. Yeah, this guy was, like, uh, sentenced, or he was convicted for starting a fire with a cigarette, uh... And what, because of that Mythbusters, he, like, got a retrial, and then he was proved innocent because he, there's no way he could have done it with just a cigarette. It's very difficult, yeah. You'd have to, like, set something alight first with the cigarette. Yeah, it had to be, like, like you, the cigarette would have to be on fire. But if it's just burning, like, you know, the embers or whatever, it will not start the uh, gasoline, so. No, nah, I literally threw a lit cigarette into a bucket of gas as a kid, <laughs> thinking it would, like, blow up, and it just went out. <laughs> so, I did that Mythbusters episode, you know, 20 years before it came out, um, back when I was a idiot teenager that smoked. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so this, yeah, it's like watching every episode of Naruto in an hour and a half, and it's like, you have no idea, and it's not... F yeah, without any, like, character introductions, other than, like, they show up and everyone already knows their name. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah, they don't explain any backstory or very, very little. Like, if you get any, it's in a flashback. And the dialogue and... is very, very cheesy and bad or badly written, so it makes it even, even worse. That was the other thing I was going to say, is, like, the, the voice acting itself oh, ranged either. from mediocre to they just found somebody around the office to do it. There's one guy that like sounded familiar though, like the the guy with the eye patch or whatever. On, yeah. On the ship, he sounded like something some guy from Naruto. Could have been, but a lot of them were real stilted in the way they talked. It reminded me of um, like the first Resident Evil, but not quite that bad. Where you know they would just like there was one point I forget which character it was was talking. And, you know, it would have fit right in for him to say, like, you're the master of lockpicking or, you know, something <laughs> just goofy yeah. because it was just the delivery was like it was evident. They were just reading off a page with no emotion. They probably didn't even know what was going on in the scene, which it's it's hard to blame them because if they're running off that script, the script doesn't explain anything unless they were a fan of the games themselves they wouldn't know what they were reading and what context any of this, you know. So with that in mind, they all did a pretty good job. Yeah. But again, you know, because the script is so bad and because they're fitting, they're trying to fit in so damn much, 
uh, within just a very short period of time, you end up with uh, just just a load of problems. And it seems like it was done uh, on a very limited budget, you know, and rightfully so. This was made, what, as a companion piece to a video game that wasn't like a AAA seller or anything like that, right? So yeah, I get it, you know, I can't really bag on it too much. It is what it is. Like, the fact that there is an anime is kind of cool, you know? Well, they are coming um, out with an actual anime based on, like, uh, it's going to be, like, an episodic thing where there's a, a war that took place in the games that, like, it was, like, just kind of, like, in between two games, there's, like, a war, and they never, like, explain what happened in it. So hmm. they're making it an anime, which is going to be kind of interesting. But, um, but... Yeah, that's why I've been so, like, I haven't watched this yet, because <laughs> I knew, I was, like, afraid of what it was going to be, and it's exactly what I thought it would be. It's just, uh, I miss it. It's unfortunate, but, I mean, you know, I'd like to talk more about it, you know, like, I feel like we haven't even been talking ten minutes, but I don't know what else to say. I mean, there's just, it's just a lot of fight scene into fight scene into fight scene with little narrative in between and what narrative you get doesn't make a lot of sense like the a stealth chick has a harmonica that was josh's and she explains that it's his damn heart um which i guess that's his item that he uses to regain his humanity i guess you lose your humanity when you join the legion or something uh um kind of the reverse so, like, to kind of explain it, uh, Joshua lost his humanity when his sister died, and his sister would always play the harmonica. And, okay. And Joshua was, like, sent by Ouroboros, who's the, you know, the bad guys, the Legion, to, like, infiltrate the highest rank bracer, which is Estelle's dad. And Okay. <laughs> and, like, he tried to, like, you know, assassinate Estelle's dad, but he's like the highest rank bracer, so he knew it was coming, or he he stopped him basically, and he's like basically adopted him uh, after all that. And the uh, the legion basically brainwashed him, or like wiped his memory before they sent him there, so they couldn't like he couldn't like run back to him. Uh, and then over time, Estelle basically wore him down until like a person again. And then he started playing the harmonica. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't remember how he, he where he knew this harmonica thing, but you know, at the end of the first game, he gets his memory back because uh, one of the Ouroboros guys uh, can just you know give you your memory back. And then that's why he left because he realized who he was and what he did. And so, yeah. So he felt guilty for all that and uh, didn't want to bring Estelle into it or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. <clears throat> right on. You know, I, I play harmonica rather poorly. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, Tidbit for the listeners. In the uh, uh, in the game, he does actually play it. And it's it's I, I think it's a pretty good song. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> I know you play. Yeah, I can... I can, like, play the most rudimentary of stuff. Like, if you're playing in a key, I can grab a harmonica, play along with you. You know, I know how to do, like, some basic-ass shit, like bends and stuff like that. But, yeah, my dad used to play. He had a uh, harmonica that I, I wish that I had. I don't know, you know, what happened to it. It was his father's, and it was uh, massive. This thing was, like, almost the size of, like, a loaf of bread. Mm. And it had a like a toggle switch on it that you could, like a lever that you could uh, push up and down, and it would change the key. And I've never before since seen one like that. It was really dope. I've got a like a a Horner a friend gave me that's like a hundred year old harmonica that sounds pretty nice. It's in the key of G, so it's real easy to play along if someone's playing an open guitar because uh, standard tuning in guitar is G. So that's always a fun, like, party thing. I would carry it to parties back in the day because almost always when I'd go to 
these parties, there's like 20 guys I know that play guitar and invariably there'd be two or three guys that would always show up with one and we'd end up like around a campfire trading the guitar around singing and I could just play along with them as they, you know, did whatever. But but yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a good harmonica player, but uh, yeah, so harmonicas are cool, I guess. I don't, um, I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think like what you're saying is right or the, if you hold that lever it changes the key but i think some harmonicas are where if you blow out it's one key and if you suck in it's a different key it's another yeah so no, that, that's to, true so you don't have to um, the, the switch or whatever i mean it's the uh the thing is it'll all be in a uh a key but you'll you'll have your different notes your first few holes on a harmonica are actually chords so you can play those together, and they will um, sound good, I guess, for lack of better. It'll be like several notes that complement each other. It's like playing a chord on a guitar where each individual string you're holding down is a different note, but then when played together, they play a full note of something else, right? They'll blend to be one note. Uh, that's how the first few holes on a harmonica are, and then uh, onto your um, right side of a harmonica, you'll have all your individual notes. And yeah, if you breathe in, it'll cause a sharp. And then if you breathe out, it's like standard or flat. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I'm no expert. I've just played a lot of harmonica over the years. I started when I was uh, a little kid. I used to hang out in my backyard. I had like a little cheap harmonica that my dad had got me and i would like climb this tree and play harmonica all day because back then we didn't have nintendo <laughs> um so i was like this little dweeb playing a harmonica in the tree and yeah i've always i've always had two or three at hand i think i've got two right now um yeah i think i just have the two I, I don't even remember what my other harmonica's key is in or where it's at right now i think it might be in the glove box in my car i usually them around relatively close so that um you know just in case i don't know I'd, i like having a musical instrument around if i get bored i can just sit there and you know fart around on it or whatever but these days you always have a cell phone so yeah i don't really know how to play any instruments so it's kind of you know an, uh, almost like a, another language to me when something it is it's it's another language i mean and, and one that I'm not, like, outside of stringed instruments, which I think I'm, like, moderate, I would call myself. Like, I, I know how to play, like, very rudimentary harmonica. And then, like, I can play a couple of things on piano very poorly. Uh, a couple of Christmas songs and the song Hurt, <laughs> which I don't remember even where I picked that up at. I just, I'm like, hey, I can play Hurt. Uh, sometime in my teenage years, someone showed me how... And to this day, it's just stuck with me. So, you know, I know a few chords or whatever on a piano, but I wouldn't say I know how to play. But stringed instruments are all, I wouldn't say they're, like, the same, because they're not. They're as different as, like, a, uh, a trumpet is to a tuba. But with a stringed instrument, once you know the basics of, like, plucking and strumming and, you know, holding down... You know, if your finger's within a fret, it becomes very easy to transition into another one. Like, I recently picked up the ukulele again, which I played a little bit when I was a lot younger. But, like, within an hour, I learned how to play a couple songs because I already have all those skills from guitar, so it just kind of transposes over into that. So even though I'm having to learn new fingerings and new... Uh, you know chords and stuff because certainly the way you play like a g on the ukulele differs from the way you would play it on the guitar um you just look up how to hold them and then you know it, it, it's all the same but different i don't know how to describe it so but yeah it's like you say it's a it's a it's another language it's just something that if you keep up at it you know you become better and some people are really really good at learning that language and I've never really been it's it's always been a struggle which probably made me play more than had I been good at it because anytime I'm good at something I tend to uh, put it down pretty quickly because <laughs> it's not challenging or whatever I guess I don't know the music's always kind of eluded me to some capacity so 
But yeah, that's. Uh, I think we talked more about the harmonica and playing instruments than we did about the film because uh, there ain't much to talk about. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, hey, it's no problem, man. Just, you know, uh, I, wanted, I wanted someone to to uh, watch it with me because uh, it's just hard. I don't think I could have done it by myself. <laughs> No, I hear you, man. If I knew you could have heard me, I would have cracked more jokes. I was just trying to keep myself awake. Yeah, but yeah, there was little moments in it. Like there was uh, that unnecessary like uh, moment in, in the baths where all the girls were bathing and stuff, and like it didn't show anything, but it didn't not show anything. And it's like, of course, all the girls are super well endowed, except for the little girl, which you know, I'm like, okay. I didn't need to, you know, even think about her being naked, but here it is. And it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't show anything, but at the same time, it's just kind of strange. Yeah. And uh, that was probably the most interesting part of the uh, film to me, uh, <laughs> was almost nudity. Um, the fights were pretty bland. Uh, they used abilities that, you know, you don't know why they had them or what was going on. Like I said, usually the good guys, when they attacked the bad guys, it was standard DBZ issue of, oh my god, I can't believe this guy is so powerful, how come none of our blows are landing kind of aesthetics, where they would, you know, like all out attack somebody and nothing they did would do anything until Josh fucking showed up and then all of a sudden, you know, Josh would overcome somehow, at least to some extent. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that is really about it. You know, they're wanting Josh to come back to the Legion, and for some reason they think if they kidnap Estelle and get her to join the Legion, that he'll join back. Um, yeah, I think they think that, well, Ren thinks that, but really Low uh, doesn't want Josh back. He wants Josh to be able to stop him because he can't stop himself. Which is what you get more into that in the game, which is way more interesting. But uh, yeah, really, well, I, to me, it's really, really interesting. I love the I love the Trails in the Sky game. So it's sad. Yeah, it's sad that uh, it was really really watered down to what it what this is. But uh, yeah, I I laughed out loud in the moment where like Ren's gonna kill Estelle, and uh, Estelle just like. Rando gives her a hug, and then, like, friendship is magic, love conquers all kind of thing. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll let you go. I was like, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. it, it, was li- it was literally, like, out of nowhere. It was like, had had a scythe to her throat, and was like, you know, why shouldn't I kill you now kind of thing. And up to that point, she's been a real bitch. And then just like, oh, you poor girl, you must have went through so much, and gives her a hug, and she's like... Oh, could there be hope in this world? All right, I'll let you go, but only this one time. And if you're lying to me about this hope stuff, I'm gonna kill you. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, they didn't. You know, uh, that's... didn't write that properly. It's it was more like no one's ever showed her any kind of affection her whole life, so uh, it was a shock to her. I mean, it it comes across, but at the same time, it it don't work like that. Yeah. Um. It it just don't you. You know, if someone's about to rape you and you hug them, you know, that's, <laughs> it's not going to stop them, you know what I mean? If someone's intent on killing you, you you know, you can't just be like, but, you, you know, I love you or whatever. Jesus loved you. Yeah, that, no, it, that don't work. I mean, I, I get the idea behind it. It's like when they say, you know, uh, refer to yourself by name if you're ever kidnapped a lot. That way it humanizes you. It'll make them harder to kill you later. Um so, you know, I understand what they're getting at, but it's just such a quick transition from I hate you and everything you stand for, I'm going to kill you right now, to, oh, wow, a, a hug. This changes everything. I've I've never experienced this. <laughs> so it, it made me laugh. It was just one of those, oh, my God, come on moments. Yeah. Well, um, to me, it's like I... It was more to, it was, I mean, I know the whole story, but, uh, yeah, it's more, and they, she, the reason, she, the whole reason she had kidnapped Estelle is because she doesn't understand why Josh cares. Loves her so much yeah, or whatever. She, she, uh, loves Josh because Josh, you know, saved her life, whatever. And, you know, then I think the part where she, that whole shock thing, she's like, oh, now I kind of see what Josh sees. 
and that's kind of where she kind of lets her go. I, I guess, yeah. But then they also introduce a slew of characters that they fight briefly or whatever, yeah. and then they never are in the anime again, up to and including the very first guy who's like a thief that wants to meet that princess for some reason. Um, very like Milk Oppenheimer, very Ponce. Um, yeah. Yeah, like just guy that wants to meet this girl and he's going to extreme lengths to meet her and then never mentioned again. And then there's a member of the Legion that like has some kind of dream powers that mm-hmm. traps him and then never mentioned again. Um, things like that. That happens a lot. Yeah, it's like I said, they, they, they have enough to, to do everything because it does all like in the game, they all. You know, they all have their own little chapters, and then there's like a finale where they all come back together, and everyone has. Sure. They all have their show showdowns and stuff like that. So, yeah. Even the good guys at the end, there's like that old air captain guy who seems cool, but he, there's really no explanation as to how he knows the other characters or why he's helping them. Or I mean, it's just a lot of characters that you don't know anything about that are doing shit, and it's just kind of random, man. Yep, and um, I can I can't I can only imagine what you're thinking. Like you have no idea, and I'm just like, oh, that's that guy, and that's it. Okay, there's that. There's there's a guy. yeah. I you know? I have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just watching this going. Okay, who's okay. that guy? I was kind of you know, it just because he got ass kicked in the only scene he was in. So yeah, that guy with the sword early on, right? I laughed at his name too because I'm like agate. Yeah, that's just you know, a syllable away from being one of the worst things you can say to a human. Um, there's some weird choices all around. Like I said, Josh, Agate, weird names for for characters. Isn't uh, Agate like a rock? You know. What's that? So isn't Agate like a rock? Agate is a rock, yeah, yeah. I think that's what, yeah. It's like, I guess they're going for that. Yeah, I didn't even make that correlation, but yeah, yeah, you can have an Agate. Um, sure, but at the same time, I would have preferred he just be called Rock. That'd be cool, you know. I could or Stone. I'd be uh, down with that. But Agate, that's that's Agate kind of is a you know. Rock on formation it. consisting of Chell, Donny, and Quartz as its primary components. Oh, cool. <laughs> so that's where they're going with that. Yeah. No. That's yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, man, I, uh, don't I don't know what else to say. Don't ever watch this. This is bad. Uh, unless you're like a yeah. fan. Like, like, even then, don't watch it because it's going to be disappointing. So, Well, that, that was my thing. I, it's like, if you're a super huge fan like you are of Trails of the Sky and, the, and you know all the lore and stuff, is it like a good companion to that? Or is it still like you just don't want to watch it because it's just going to make you disappointed and sad? It's just sad because it's like I would watch this if it was like, oh, it's like I could see little like glimpses of like, oh, that'd be cool if they like expanded on the whole thing, uh, right? But then you're like, oh, this is like three seconds, <laughs> you know? And it's like right. well, that could have been like a whole episode, uh, but no, yeah. it's like, nope, we're going the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, and it's like, yeah, it's just very disappointing and unfulfilling. So. It, it feels like it, they would have been better suited to take any small piece of storyline from the over, overarching narrative and focus in on that and just have like, you know, one arc of this instead of spanning several, yeah. you know, so that you get to know those characters. If they treated it in that way, I feel like it would have been more palatable. Yep. But the way the way they did it was just ludicrous. The only thing I could think of is like, they did this to, as, like, a test. Like, hey, here's, like, what the anime would be like, and here's different parts of, you know, the like, you know, all condensed down, but we'll expand on the whole thing if you guys want to pick this up. And my guess it was well, never picked up. I guess, but you're just not going to want to based off of yeah. this. You know, this is terrible. This is... I feel bad for everyone involved. Surely the people working on it knew what they were working on was bad. Because... Yeah. I mean, it, it just at no point did I feel like, oh man, I, I actually kind of like that or whatever. You know, it's 
like I said, the closest to it was when I thought maybe I'd get to see some anime nudity, which is kind of sad. Um, yeah. Uh, none of the fights were interesting whatsoever. I mean, it's your standard, like, just mediocre anime fight sequences, but without the narrative behind it, like, say, in a Naruto or a DBZ, where a character may have learned a new technique, and they've been training and building up to using this technique, and and then they use it at the right moment or whatever. It's nothing like that. They just use whatever it is, and you're left to wonder, well, where did they learn that, and, you know, how is that relevant, and so on and so forth. It's just... It's Naruto filler. Naruto filler fights, where you're just, like, they're hitting each other. Yeah, more or less. I mean, there are things that are used, like, you know, that one chick has magic, and so on and so forth, but, like, you don't know the whys, or, you know, anything, so it's, it's, you're just left in the dark entirely, and it, it's just kind of sad, but... This is what it is, man. Uh, I'd say I'm glad I watched it, but I'm not. And uh, I'll probably forget everything about it within a month period, which is good in case I ever do play Trails, because uh, I don't want anything spoiled to me, and I feel like uh, this was um, nondescript enough to where it's just going to enter my brain and exit pretty quickly. So, like Deja Vu or something, you're like, that's familiar. If you ever play the game, you're like, oh, that that's familiar. And you... Maybe, if I played it within the next couple months, but a year from now, nah, I'm not going to remember any of this. Yeah. Like, at all. Uh, it's like the stuff that we did for this show that was bad. Like, I couldn't tell you Indian, any individual scene from, say, um, I don't know, Alone in the Dark or something. Like, I, I, I remember Christian Slater slapping the ground and, like, shooting up five feet in the air and I remember nope that's about it <laughs> that terror read like, I think yeah, well, uh, I remember from that one is like they open the door to hell or something and it's just like this huge cave but it's like oh yeah it's like yeah. a small little door you're like what how they could just break the door down or whatever <laughs> it was just yeah like, I remember that now yeah. see and but you know that's about it and another year from now I, I won't remember that so <laughs> Well, you know, that uh, Rose Street uh, thing we watched, I have no idea what anything. All I remember is that it was a Sega CD commercial, and I love the Sega CD. You know, and I've watched that thing twice. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So, you know, it's it's not going to spoil anything for me. Um, But like Kujo says, I, I I really feel like don't watch this, don't seek it out because it's something that you would have to seek out. We couldn't find it online anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even find a torrent of it. Um, so. Yeah, I had it from, uh, I bought the DVD probably like in 2016 or something when I first started playing Trails. It was like, maybe I'll watch it first and I'll play the game first. I'm glad I didn't watch it because <laughs> that might have ruined the, the series for me, honestly. Like, it's, yeah. it's that bad, so. <laughs> Excuse me. I've been uh, deathly sick for a few days. And I thought I was over it until I got to talking a lot here. But Ooh. yeah, I drove up to uh, Kansas, which is like a seven-hour drive to visit my wife. Oh, that that drives horrible. And then uh, she had been sick, and the first day I got up there, whatever she had, I got. Oh, that's so that was a great drive back. <laughs> that's been about a week now that I've had it. I keep thinking I'll go to the doctor, but I keep thinking, no, I'll get over it soon. And I'm getting better, but you know, it's whatever. Yep. So, gonna yeah. Pick's going to be for the next one. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like you had said you wanted to do the, uh, AVGN, but, um, oh, since you're going to like pick that, I, there's, uh, there's a show I watched as a kid, like religiously, and it was uh, my favorite show. And then I grew up and thought maybe I had somehow imagined it. I actually started watching the show before I played the game, and uh, it's done by Akira Toriyama, who did, you know, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Um, Is it Dragon Warrior? It's, yeah, Dragon Warrior. Did we already do that? No. But I just, I know he did Dragon Warriors, uh, like, you know, uh, designs and stuff. Yeah, so here in the States, they, um, 
apparently it ran a few seasons in Japan, I think. But here in the States, they brought it over and ran it as a Saturday morning cartoon for like maybe six weeks, seven weeks, something like that. And the way that the anime is designed, first of all, it looks almost exactly like DBZ because it's the same artist. Right. And the way they do it is pretty much the same way you would play an RPG. So I saw this thing before I played an RPG, and each episode, like, the main character will learn a new ability by leveling up after killing a monster or find a new item that he can equip or whatever, new companions, things like that. But, so, like, it's almost like you're watching someone play an RPG is the way I remember it. I haven't revisited it in a long time. I know there's an episode or two on YouTube. I'm not sure how many of them there are. I would guess all of them, you know, are, are findable because this is something that people would want to watch. But I think only like six or seven episodes were ever brought over with English dubs. And then it got canceled pretty quickly here. And I remember it really pissed me off because there was no explanation. It was just like it was on one week and he had just found like this new sword or something. And I was like interested in seeing what was going to happen in the next episode. And then just never happened again. I kept, you know, every Saturday checking back and watching, I was like, maybe it's a new time slot or, you know, but nothing, no explanation ever until I became an adult. So I wouldn't mind revisiting that and seeing if it's, you know, actually good or if it's just like all nostalgia or whatever. Um, so, yeah, if we could find an episode or two of that, and you know, it should be easy peasy. Um, hopefully we can find episode one. Um, because, like, jumping into it like we did this, I, I would hate that. But, uh, yeah, as, as memory serves, it more or less follows the narrative of the first Dragon Warrior, I think. Because, like, I played Dragon Warrior maybe a year after this went off air here, maybe two. And I remember, like, things corresponding with it, except that in the anime, he gets a companion that is a slime that, like, he carries around that doesn't really do anything, but is kind of like a mascot. And that actually does happen in Dragon Warrior 4, but that was, like, years after this anime came out. So I don't think it's based on 4. I think they just added the slime because it's cute. I don't know. But uh, like I said, it'd be cool to revisit. So we'll check out uh, Dragon Warrior anime. I think it's probably like 1988, 89 would be my guess. I'm, I looked for it on YouTube once and I found an episode or two, uh, but it was in Japanese. Surely we can find one in English. If not, you know, if we just find one episode, we'll watch it and kind of, you know, bag on it or whatever. Yep, I just sent you the link. Oh, you found it. Okay. <laughs> You found it streaming or uh, YouTube? Oh, cool! In English? I I didn't play it yet, but yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, so that'll be the next episode. Um, we forgot to mention exactly what this is, but you've been listening to Video Games the Movie, the podcast where we talk about oh. typically just terrible ass renditions <laughs> of uh, Dude, video game up, like, uh, based cool. stuff. Dragon Warrior guy looks straight up like Goku. Oh, yeah. It's like literally Goku. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it's <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's Goku it's, from Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's um, it's exactly that. You're, you're not wrong. Akira Toriyama knows how to draw one thing, and that's what he draws every character as. Yeah. You know, and they all go Super Saiyan at some point for some reason, you know. <laughs> so, uh, even Sonic the Hedgehog, who he also helped design, they all have that, like, incredibly spiky hair, and that's that's just his art design. It's not bad, it's just that's what he does. So, it's one thing, yeah. no, there's not a lot of dimensions to it. <laughs> no, no, it's... It's pretty simplistic, but it, it's still pretty cool and nostalgic. So I'm looking forward to checking it out, and uh, hopefully it won't be bad. Uh, hopefully the next one will be good, actually. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Listen to our other shows. Uh, Cujo's on the RPG show. 
you just got through reviewing something that was bad that I don't remember what it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got a weird name. Hold on, I'll look it up here real, real quick. It's uh, it's like Trinity Souls of Zuar. Yeah, I looked it up. It's an expensive game. Uh, so um, it was fifty bucks. Uh, I think I paid fifty <laughs> bucks on eBay for it. But yeah. you can still buy it on the PlayStation Network for like fifteen or something. But I didn't like realize that, so ah. bad on me. Uh, but I have a, I guess a, a physical copy, physical copy of a game I never want to touch again. But uh, yeah, yeah that, I, I have a lot of those. If you want to hear? But, me, if you listen to me uh, complain about that game, uh, <laughs> that's the last episode. Yeah, would you say it was like the fourth worst bad game that you've ever done for the show? Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad just because it wouldn't have been as bad, but it was just like one of those games that like pads like the gaming and it's just boring ass shit that you have to keep doing over and over. So yeah, that, that's the kind of stuff I really hate because it's just like wasting my time. Right. Yeah, yeah I don't know what the the idea behind that is. At at some point, RPG makers thought that they had to have these. Uh, games that they can say on the back of the box over 40 hours of gameplay or over 100 hours of gameplay when really all I want is that like solid 20 hours if you can tell me the narrative in like 20-25 hours perfect Right. Uh, even less if you can do it in 10 and it's really solid I'm still for that uh, when you pat it out with like just absolute garbage where like you said the Naruto filler episodes or like DBZ has like literally a million filler episodes where it's just like one quarter of a battle for like 10 episodes and you're just like okay cool and they just keep recounting the same scenes and stuff it, it's akin to that where you're just going through the motions well, it's like this game, it's like, okay, here's a dungeon. And the first time, you're going through the two floors of the dungeon. And then the next time, you go to the third floor of the dungeon. But you still have to go through all the same floors again. And then the next time, oh, there's a fourth floor. And then it's like, finally, it's like, final floor. You're like, oh, now this is like the fifth time I've been through this damn dungeon. And like, and it's not one of those games where, like, uh, as you go through, like, the first floors, you just, like, the enemies run away from you or anything like that. It's like, nope, I still got to fight them, and it takes the same amount of time to fight them, even though, like, they can't hurt me. It still takes me, like, five hits to kill them. It was just, like, the worst kind of things you can think of that a game will do. It just it does those things just to piss you off, I feel like, and it's like, ugh. I was just Sounds fun. Yeah, I will never play this game. I have too big a pile of games I actually want to play that are in my backlog, so... I'd already forgotten the name, and when I saw, like, I looked it up, if it was, like, a $10 game, I might have ordered it just to have it, because anything you guys cover, I tend to order or buy just to have in case I do ever want to visit it, Yeah. but th this is one I was just like, nah, I can just pass on this, I don't need extra shit, and, like, I I'm already to the point where my room is so unbelievably covered in shit like I got that stuff from uh, my friend I, I posted in discord where I had a father of a friend that passed away years and years ago give me a bunch of magazines yep. and I didn't have any shelf room for all the new stuff because it was like literally a giant box of magazines so I had to go out and buy new shelving just to be able to like clear space on my bookshelf to put more magazines so that I can put other stuff elsewhere and at this point I don't have any wall space either because I've, I've hung shelves on every um, inch of wall so like I really should be downsizing soon or else I won't be able to buy anything new um, that's kind of where I'm at at this point right. and uh, so for me to buy anything it's got to be something that I really really want to play and you know within the next year or so if I keep buying, you know, I get maybe a game or two a month or whatever. At this point, um, I'll have to start selling stuff that I don't want at all just to make room for new stuff. So that's where I'm at. But yeah, if you want to listen to a podcast about a good RPG, uh, I do a show called uh, Is It Worth It? Part of the um, Retro RPG podcast. 
Um, and James and I just covered uh, Live Alive or Live Alive. Um, and that's quite a good RPG. Uh, had a lot of fun with that. Would recommend that to any RPG fan. And uh, certainly anyone that likes the, the older, um, like, chibi-style, 16-bit-looking RPGs. It's one of the most gorgeous ones of that type, at least the remake. I don't know how the original looks comparatively, but the remake looked really, really great. Had really great music. Uh, overall, the voice acting was very good. There was a couple that were, you know, mediocre or whatever. Had a lot of just really stellar humor throughout uh just nothing bad to say about that game. I, I didn't finish it, but I plan to when, you know, I get the gumption. Uh, it's one of those that luckily, like, you can put down indefinitely and pick back up because it segmate made it out into, like, very short two-hour RPGs. There's a total of eight of them. Uh, you play as different characters throughout history, and uh, you play their little narrative that's about two two and a half hours typically and beat it and then once you've beaten them all there's a ninth that you go through and choosing your characters that you want to use that you have played throughout history to fight the final boss so pretty cool i don't i don't know i like i said recommend it to anybody i think you can get it on switch for like 40 bucks something like that um yeah anyway i guess that's about it so Hopefully the next one's a good one, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. All right, man. All right. Been good. Yep. Sorry you had to suffer through that. <laughs> <laughs> it's no problem, man. All right. Later, man. Later on.